Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a one trillion dollar tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk/greattalent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way. An innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at cerebral.com/podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sports Reporters who have indeed reassembled on this fine Saturday morning where I am joined by my good friends over there in Birmingham, Alabama, not Los Angeles, where he was a week ago covering the Rose Bowl, AL.com sports editor Andrew Hammond. Andrew, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good, and I'm not in Houston either, so you can kind of imagine how um, what happened to Alabama out in L.A., Mm. So that was your only way of getting to the national title. Were you secretly just like, I kind of need y'all to win because I want to go to the national championship. I need y'all to. Part of me was like, yeah. I mean, anytime you go to a national title game or anytime you go to a championship game, you get to cover it. It's it's a blessing and you're happy to be there. So, um, but part of me was also like, because I essentially had to pack from Christmas Eve, because when I went to KC, and mm. then essentially January 10th or 11th mm. is when I would probably fly out. So I was on the road, you know, for the better part of 10 days. And by the time the game ended, I was just You're like, ready to go home. Yeah. Like, I don't mind the hotels. Like, it's fine. But I was I'm also the type that is like, okay, I've had my fun. Time to go home. <laughs> Time to go home. We're all we're all like that's just it's not as fun when you get older. You're just like you're you're bored and you just that you're ready to be in your own bed. You're ready to go that, home. That and and I get why, you know, you play the playoff on a certain day, but when you it's different for national guys because they aren't in it as much. But for yeah. the local guys, you're just like, just play the game already. Mm-hmm. Everything that has been said or that's going to be said has been said. 
just play the game. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what a 12-team format is going to look like in terms of travel. Um, yeah. Mostly because you're going to start the first game on December 20th of this year. Five days before Christmas. I hope what they do ultimately, and then we'll get to our other esteemed co-host here, uh, the college football knower himself, Robert Silverman. But um, I hope that they, the way I would do it is I would get rid of the conference title games, and then I would go yep. to the playoff first game is the first week of December, and you get Can through I ask, that. Can I ask a quick question? Is that Robert Silverman of the DailyBeast.com? Yeah. Yes, Bobby. Did the conference championship games make money? Yes, yeah. and that is why they so won't get rid of it. they're not getting rid Okay, that's so Yeah, they but won't get rid of it. It's like, if you're going to an NFL model, which is what they're trying to do, guess what the NFL does not do before the playoffs? They don't do, all right, let's do uh, the AFC East championship game. Um, I mean, and essentially, we'll that's what week 18 is. That, that yeah. That's what that, that's what they settle week 18 for uh, when they put schedules together is, it's it's the NFL's unofficial decision day. Yeah, yeah. So to take a soccer term about which game, which games they think will matter, and then yeah, like, still has importance somehow. Well, because somebody yeah. has to to win a division, Bob. I've <laughs> said get rid of the divisions if you aren't going to make them any more relevant, or if they don't have any. Like winning your division now does not have the same impact that it does or that it did 15 years ago. And even then it was like, Oh yeah. But I said that like two or three years ago, when okay. people called me I, the I bad guy. Some, I want some in-depth Andrew Hammond analysis here. <laughs> I watched uh, bits and pieces of the Alabama Michigan game because mm-hmm. it's on TV uh, when I was at a bar doing bar trivia and there were some very rowdy Michigan men and Michigan women there. Um, and I, I was rooting for Alabama because those people were annoying to me. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah, the arrogant asses of Michigan. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're shocker, but there was a, a cohort of Michigan men, not the gender, but the actual like phylum yes. of person mm-hmm. in a New York City bar. So, yeah, yeah so it was very are, they're, being, they're being annoying. So, I was rooting for Alabama. What happened? What happened? Um, what happened? I they I they had it. What happened? I know so, that's the dumbest. <laughs> so I, I I will say like this. Uh, in here. What happened? We we make fun of Sharon Moore for crying for Jim Harbaugh like he's Samuel L. Jackson and Django Unchained. Um, if you've we seen do. the movie, if you know, if you know, you know. Um, but I will say, and pardon my French here. He drew up some really good in that game. Like he, like he was in his bag in terms of not letting JJ McCarthy go beyond his means. <laughs> like in terms of okay, this is what you do. This is what you're good at. We are going to stay in this lane. We are not going to veer over here. We aren't going to veer over here. You're going to stay in this lane. And look, they had Alabama's defense completely confused on several plays. And those last, the fourth quarter in overtime, suddenly Alabama's defense went 
absolutely to pot. And I was, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't figure out why because it looked like they'd switched out a bunch of ringers in the fourth quarter. And so, yeah, and 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 really, in credit to Michigan, they never wavered in terms of what they were going to do. They just didn't. And they played tough defense. Like, look, JJ McCarthy has to like if 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 Michigan wants to win a national title, JJ McCarthy had to do what he did on that drive, which was make plays, not do too much, yeah. and let you put the ball in the hands of your playmaker. There was that nice, decision there was a nice odd off platform throw that he made down the side of them. Yeah. The five he, yeah. Nice. They, that, and, was, that was a moment where I said, okay, I see why some people are considering him as a mid end of the first type draft pick. It's already draft season, boys. I don't want to get ahead of myself. He's, he's so Bob's ready. Bob's tape. already been. Bob. Bob is eating tape. He he is ready to go. He's he's got the fork. He's got the knife. I only have this because it's here. But yeah, fork and a knife. He's ready to go. All you gotta give me is a stick. Well, here's here's here. But here, Bob. Here's here's a question for you though. Sure. Um, I got Dane Brugler in a saved bookmark tab <laughs> on his athletic author page. Atta boy. It's not weird. Atta boy. It, it, Many and, people and honestly, do it. It might be the best draft guide that we've had in the last five years. It, it's, um, an it's it's an I am fascinated by this draft. No one seems to have any idea what they're doing or why. And it's one of those drafts where the guy who goes sixteenth is going to end up a Hall of Famer and and and, and, and all chaos. And 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 like five guys really in front of him might not even last the league yeah, yeah, five yeah. years. That's not the last best part. Their first contract. Yes, I know. It's it's one of those drafts. It's delightful. Well, getting real real like Achilles Smith, uh, Dante <laughs> Culpepper kind of oh, vibes from the no. quarterbacks. Yeah. Here's but here here mm. here's my thing, and I feel like this this is a draft that I'm interested in, yeah. mainly because the team with the number one pick has so many glaring holes. Just that keep, just keep Justin Fields, and, and that's Justin the thing. Fields. It's like keep you, can, you, you can argue that there's maybe two or three quarterbacks that could be. I'm not Bears pilled at all here by this late uh, yeah. season run, but just. I'm sorry. It's actually safer trade, to keep. Trade, keep Justin Fields. Get whoever picks. Get Washington and who and or whomever picks fourth to give you an absolute. Do it twice. Trade down from one to two and two to four, or go straight from one to four. Get the absolute motherload from picks from whichever GM is the stupidest in Washington. Yeah, you basically gotta or, find the idiot. If, yeah. if, if I'm Chicago, I'm finding or New the England idiot. Yes, or if Robert Kraft decides that he can do it without Belichick and hires some new brain genius to run the pass and that's my front favorite office thing. Straight up, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite I thing. To who, do that. who takes over just New England? Take Marvin Harrison Jr. Stock up on extra first. Yeah, double down on on wide receivers. Get Roma Dunze with the with the tenth. Yeah, pick. I would Get absolutely. Off, or rather, or even you know, say, okay, well, we got DJ Moore in the fold. Get, get Marvin. Yeah, I Harrison. would say get load the, up on offensive linemen. There, are, there are some that, offensive linemen who are Pacific Islanders whose names I can't remember at this or, point. Or, get or, there, or, don't worry. Joe Alt. Joe, Joe Alt. Alt. Joe Alt. That is Not an Pacific off, Islander. That is a 
That is a 1980s offensive lineman ass. Yeah, I've ever heard. It one. really is, and 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 I just have like, and, and not because I'm a Notre Dame fan, but when I see unfortunately, Joe, unfortunately, you can't start him on the right side of the line because then someone is going to say before the game, Joe Alt right tackle, <laughs> and can't do that. Oh, you can't do it on January 6th, especially. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Not, today, um, not today of all days. I know. Um, but That's yeah, why, is, that, is, that, is that why he shaved off his facial hair so he That's couldn't why, recognize Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> sorry, Bob. It's okay. This, I, have, I have a very clear alibi for where I was. I was not in Washington. Yeah, I definitely FaceTimed my mom and my sister saying if where they were at that day. And just completely cold called him. Didn't like say, "Hey, good morning. How are you?" Just said, "Hey, where were you at?" Because hey, the mm. people need to know. I was people... I was facetiming with my girlfriend who was actually back in Canada. She's from there. You wouldn't know her. Um, <laughs> and and uh, she was like, "What is going on?" She was freaking out more than I was. And I just said, "Honey, we're having a, a light." Beer hall putsch. It's not a big deal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they all just turned. They 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 all committed domestic terrorism, and then they just become. Then, then they then they decide to become tourists. Are weird. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. they just decide to start weird. walking around and taking pictures. And I'm just like, yeah, you guys, you guys talk about anarchy. The moment y'all saw something shiny, y'all were like, "Ooh, look at this! Ooh, it, w- what's that uh, video? That YouTube video where guys says, look at this! What? 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 Would you look at that? Would you look at that? In any case, just to steer this conversation back towards the sports world, right? I, I am actually hoping that Joe. I'm hoping that to me, the wild card is Jaden Daniels. Does he get picked in the top four? And that Jaden Daniels. Yeah, he's. Done. I thought he was coming back. No, he's no, gone. No, no, he's gone. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, the Falcons I mean, are mocked to him a lot. I don't want anything. I mean, yeah. Jaden Daniels. When I tell you, Andrew, you can. I probably uh, understand where I'm coming from a little bit more than Bob and the college football watchability here. Bob, the thing about Jaden Daniels is, the man's never seen a hit that he hasn't want to take. He hasn't yeah. wanted to take. This I, man has I was been crushed by the by the disturbingly named Michael Penix, mm. um, or Penix. I don't know yes, how to pronounce it. It's Penix. 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 Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 There was a clip of him throwing with his wrong hand. Am I wrong in that? Did I? Is that no, they did a version where they showed basically. I know what you're talking about. Where yeah. they showed that like if you're because if you look at him. It's amazing what people can do with video components, but they were able to switch it to all of his big time throws right handed, and they all look like darts from Philip Rivers. So they're like, right. he's he's Philip Rivers. Like Philip Philip Rivers' throwing motion was disconcerting. That was yeah. some that was some Christopher Nolan Tenet stuff. I didn't understand why it was happening. Go off. It it, be the Peloton instructor, Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you By imagine? That would yeah. be insane. Real doff of the cap to 404 media for for unearthing the actual video of the tenant of the, of the um, Peloton. But, oh my god! But but I'm sorry, she yeah. told no lies. No, no, it's no. Crazy. And also, she shouldn't apologize. Like, I'm upset that she apologized. Oh, it's she like, apologized. You gave a take. Yeah, it's like you don't need to apologize to take. No, you didn't know he was going to be in there. Plus, I have a feeling she, uh, someone at the at the Peloton Corporation, said that her continued employment was dependent. On yeah, oh, oh, yeah. She, <laughs> a, it was absolutely a hey. 
do you like working here? Do you like collecting mm-hmm. a check? Here, just say you're Apologize sorry. And, and here's to the this thing: overrated director, it's, and put an end to this. Okay, I would whoa, 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 overrated whoa. director. We, we love Christopher Nolan on this. Yeah, this I mean, he, hey, hey, everybody's allowed one, but no, I, I do love the fact that basically the Peloton folks are like, look, we like you, we we enjoy your spirit. But please, um, please keep coming back to spin classes. Or, or, or it's it's we just like no one will say anything uh, about it, the, the yeah. Dark Knight Rises. We but promise. can you imagine how weird that is for that woman? Because like the odds of a Christopher Nolan being in your class for one, and oh, B ever knew. getting. I bet she knew. No, she didn't know. No, no, no way. No, no way. No way. But also, she, was not, she did not seize an opportunity to no. Christopher Nolan to oblivion. That no. is not what happened here. Well, no. I choose to be- hey, I choose to believe it's real. You, it's like you, wrestling. You I choose to believe it's real. True. You true, you live your truth. In any case, I'm hoping that Jaden Daniels goes in the top gates so that Joe Alt or Olaf who falls. I'm gonna clip all these terrible. and just have like Jay Daniel should like. go eight, and then it's just five minutes of us talking about Peloton and Tenant and Christopher Nolan. Look, They're like, what look, what what is I'm, this? I'm that's so what the people in what... watch this podcast for. Yeah. That's what they're here for. Yeah. Yeah. There you I, go. I still say, I, I I will still say in terms of what the Bears should do with the, with the number one pick, mm-hmm. I, I would keep the number one pick. I would go Marvin Harrison Jr. at one. Sure. And then the second pick. Or the second pick that I have in that top five, I believe it's a top, it's gonna it's also gonna be a top pulling it five up right pick. now. No, it's nine. It's nine. Oh, it's right nine. Now. Oh, it's nine now. It's, oh, yeah, that's right. Because the, the, uh, yeah, yeah. P- yeah, people tried to like actually be good at this point in the season. Um, because Justin Fields has time to throw. And I, yeah, he's. It, I I would go. I think he's good. I really I, think he did. He's he is. I would get I the highest defensive draft pick that you can find at nine. Because as much as much as that offense is a you know flaming bag of dog crap, that I, defense I that I is also. Him, I would. Mm, I would. I would say, hope that Alt or Fashanu drop. If not, J.C. Latham is right there. I know Michigan, yep. like motor like boat raced him a couple of times during that game, but. J.C. Latham is, and and honestly, I think he's a quality right tackle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Look at me talking during a talk. Plug and play. Road grader. Let's go. Let's go, Bob. I mean, the draft this year, the draft this year is actually going to be really fascinating. I mean, the Bears pick, like, I wouldn't go Marvin Harrison. I think no matter what, I would probably, you don't need to trade back. Like, you already had the big trade. Um, with the Panthers, and no, you did no, that. You don't need back, to do that back to back, back years. Somebody's gonna no be desperate coming. enough. Somebody's gonna be it's, desperate it's enough to jump they're up. Going, they're going to go Williams, May, Daniels in some order. Top three. That will I don't happen. Know you if, think Daniels is going if, top three? Yes. Who? Jaden wow. Daniels goes top three? Yes. Oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I, buddy, I don't know. I have uh, read a lot of blogs. <laughs> so I know. <laughs> oh, I, Bob, I love you, but I, I don't know. I know. I, I, these, these, my NFL draft thoughts are kind of, they have a drill. 
kind of odor to them. No, but, but you know what's good, is... though? Andrew and Bob, like, oh, I think... Oh, so you've... <laughs> well, I've read a thousand I've books. read blogs. <laughs> but you know what's good? It's like, Bob's not the college ball guy, so, like, when Bob's, like, he says these things about Jaden, I'm like, Andrew and I are watching all these college games, we're like, uh, mm, I don't know about no, that. No, I don't... no, no, I don't... Here's, I don't watch the games. I read posts. Yeah. Here's, here, here, here's, here's my. And let me be clear. I love Jane Daniels. The co- I love Jane Daniels too. I I just get a, you know how you know after a while when people kind of figured getting oh, an EJ just, manual vibe to him. Is no, 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 no. If, if, he was a lot better in college. Beat, if we just beat the, I mean, you know how the NFL defense is kind of figured out after about 2015, 2016. If we just beat the. Sh- out of Cam Newton because he yeah. doesn't he because he won't properly slide. Yeah, I think we have a chance of neutralizing him. Yes, that, well also Cam was built like a linebacker and can yeah. take that and, for ten years. And Jaden Daniels or, is not built like a linebacker. For no, example, very small Anthony man. Richardson. Who is who was Cam Newton and is Cam Newton size? No, I don't like this because Cam Newton had the best college football season of all time. Of all time. Anthony Richardson was never good in college. I watched an entire Florida State game where Anthony Richardson yeah, see, did not complete a pass in the second half. Anthony, I watched an entire game. I did none of that, and yeah. I was built an Anthony Richardson deliver. And, yeah. and Anthony Richardson is, and I'm not trying to like you know pl- dull out the race card here, but GM saw him throw a football eighty something yards, and they were like. Oh my God, he he can do everything a white guy does. Yeah, he can, that's he can, basically he can, he can Zach Wilson the hell out of this combine. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I'm, I'm just trying. not betting on him because it, he was an entirely measurable I, guy where everything was just very, measurable. I think he's very good. I think he'll have it, a decent NFL because career. It's, this is entirely Josh but, Allen's fault because Josh yeah. Allen could not find a wide receiver to save his life when he was at Wyoming and yeah. um, the Bills managed to and turn him like the first year and a half of his career. He could. Yeah, but he figured it out and now mm-hmm. he's just a, now he's he's a But people don't the NFL doesn't realize he's the exception, not the rule. Like yeah. he is an, But mm. but but the thing about the NFL is they're going to figure this out in like 3 years when everybody else has been saying, "Hey, uh, th- this thing doesn't work." And then and then somebody within the NFL media space is going to say, well, hey, guess what, guys? This thing doesn't work anymore. Um, yeah. we, we, we've I, got a beer. Still, it, and everybody goes, my point you. stands. I think that I think the top three picks will be quarterbacks, which is why. Well, I that's interesting because the top three picks are right now, without any trade, Chicago, Washington, right and New England. If I'm Washington, I if I'm Washington or New England, how bad do you want Caleb Williams? If I'm Chicago, I'm absolutely asking the question: How bad do you want it? Right. I mean, you I think Drake's going to be a better teams. player which of you, than Caleb. I think... You say to both of those teams, which do you, which a one like? Okay, you let them decide which quarterback tickles their fancy at number one, and you say which mm-hmm. one if you wants it. Whomever gets the best offer on the table wins, and then you take it, and then you find whichever team is still thirsty for Jaden Daniels. And you say, and you offer it to them because Atlanta might do something like that. It feels don't do I... this to me, Bobby. Don't do this to me. God, that I want Atlanta to a... go. So right now, Atlanta's at ten, and we'll see what happens tomorrow in the Saints game. Get an offensive but... lineman. Get an offensive No, they don't. Lineman. No, no, no. The Run offensive line's okay. Arthur Smith out of town on a rails first, and then you can figure out this whole. Thing. That would be okay. 
Um, but I think Atlanta, the best, what I would do at 10 is go corner or edge. And then you trade up in the top of the, the back end of the th- the first round and take either um, Michael Penix or Bo Nix is what I would do in the bottom of the first. That's what I would do. See, I thought Bo Nix was, I thought he was 28 years old or something. He's old, man. He's played a lot of college he's football. Old. He is not. He's only, he's 23. Yeah. No, no, no. College football. He started as a true freshman. He played what, five dog. years or six years. Yeah. Jamie, how old, how old oh, is Bo Nix? Bo Nix. Like 23, 24, something like that. No, no but he's not 24. He's not really old quarter. He's not Baker Mayfield age. He's old. He turns 24 in February, but he. Okay, so he's only 23. I really thought he was 28 years old because I've been. No, but that name. no, 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 no. Bob, but in college football is, years, he is college old. football. He's thirty-seven so because he the man played the same, as a true freshman. He is around the same. Like Baker Mayfield came out. I think he was twenty-four when he played his first NFL game. Yeah, yeah. So he's that Baker Mayfield age. Okay. Yeah, That's but a, he's also Baker didn't play a lot of college. Like Baker obviously had the Heisman year with Oklahoma and the the Rose Bowl and everything else. But like Baker started at Texas Tech, bounced around for a little bit, and then got on. Bo Nix was. The prince that was promised at Auburn, his dad was an Auburn legend. Mm-hmm. He plays there right away, and was never good. And then goes Bo over Nix to is Oregon. A very is an ex, is is a draft day to the drafting movie sequel name. Yes, college quarterback name. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know what ultimately happens. The way, I think the Bears so clear. So wait, what are the so predictions? Clear. The yeah. Bears are have exactly the first round draft set up more or less that the Browns did in the seminal movie draft day. They go. really do. They really do. So what do you think? I, the... I've got to ping Robbie Callan yeah. about this because he's a draft day aficionado. I, by the way, I hate that movie. It's awful. It's terrible. Never it's saw bad. it. It makes it's, no sense at don't all. Don't do it. Don't just. It's, it's it, it, really if terrible. Watch, if you've watched the NFL draft and you're like, and you and you see the movie, like halfway through it, you're just like, not supposed to go this way it's not supposed to go okay. this way but then like it's, those it's, murmurs it's become terrible, louder as the movie goes on it's a terrible movie about kevin costner as the super as the gm of the cleveland browns trying to save his team say hello to a new era of mental health care cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support 100 online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. With this one draft and he makes a bad decision and then he spends the day wheeling and dealing to make it a good decision. It's not interesting at all. And and so very, very unrealistic. Dennis Leary plays the Cleveland Browns heads coach. Chadwick Which Boseman I, feel like is the I, running, I will say is the running back that they select. He's a linebacker. Uh, yes, he's the he's the linebacker. Yes. Chadwick yeah. Boseman is the unheralded 
middle linebacker who goes at Ohio State. Yes. Yes. Ohio State. In any case, the most unrealistic moment in the movie Draft Day is when they shock the world by taking Chadwick Boseman first overall. Mm. And their owner, played by Frank Langella, gets so mad that he flies from Radio City Music Hall in New York City to Cleveland <laughs> in their draft room by the time they're ready to make, like, the fifth pick. Yeah. Ain't no way. Do the Ain't math. no way. That's not possible. That Ain't made me no mad. Way. I was like, you know, you can have him yelling on the phone. He, he, we don't need to have Frank Langella in the room for this scene. Because yeah. Unless the NFL has gained access to teleportation technology, that's just not possible. It made me mad. I can tell. Also, yeah. also, my favorite part was when he basically like played poker with the worst poker player of a GM. Yes. All ever. the other GMs are are very very dim children trading Pokemon cards, except but and they get and, the, and, and then the Jaguar GM is basically just like oh they have a new GM right and yeah the, whoever and whoever too, decided hey, years to figure yeah. out this whole thing yeah 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 it's like he didn't understand the concept of the draft and all of a sudden Kevin we're all just makes a like, perfectly reasonable trade to get the first overall pick maybe a slight overpay. There's one point in the draft where a plot point hinges on, well, you better, I'm going to leak that you didn't take this player at six or, or make this trade. And the message boards are going to go crazy and you're going to lose your job. And he goes, oh, well, that's a, that's true. Good point. The message boards will be very mad if they find this out. So I is that, what, is, is, is yes. that very forward thinking? Is yes. That, is, is that, is that, is that in a way, is that whole, forward thinking? The, as a GM thinks, well, I wonder what the Seattle Seahawks subreddit will say about this. <laughs> I best consider. To be fair, opinion. to be hey, as somebody who's been out there for that, um, I mean, he's not exactly. Wrong. Yes, he's very wrong. He's very wrong. He's not it's exactly easier, wrong because it's easier to fly Seahawks. to Cleveland over the distance over the time it takes to make five first round draft picks from New York than it is to consider that a, that a GM even knows how to find Reddit, let alone weigh their considered opinions in this matter okay we're not talking about draft day anymore okay so we'll end on the bears here <laughs> what do you predict the bears do with the first pick trade andrew you go first trade it they're gonna trade they're, it they're okay. gonna trade out bob because I, I think somebody's okay. gonna give them a godfather deal yeah okay. i agree i agree with the distinguished gentleman from alabama they're gonna trade that pick. they're, they're go. gonna they're gonna they're gonna trade down I think I think the Bears will end up when all is said and done out of the top three. I and was thinking it, four or five too. Yeah, like they may I lose that. They may if if it and if it means losing out on Marvin Harrison Jr., so be it. They will do the we need to stock up on as many guys around. Yeah. We need I think to do it. I think I they trade think Justin uh, Fields, and that's how they get another first-round pick. And I think they keep number one, and they take Drake who, May, and then pair then, him then, with Marvin then Harrison. Who, 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 who would take Justin Fields? I mean, there are a lot of teams I think would smart. talk themselves into it. The Falcons Atlanta, might talk themselves it, into it. Um, I don't know. Here, here's my thing: the Falcons uh, want to talk Raiders. themselves. The Raiders talk themselves and stuff. I, I mean, look, the, I, the Steelers actually make a lot of sense. Yep, Steelers, Steelers, Falcons. Yeah, you could. I just think 
I think you have Vikings. They won't trade in the division with, with Captain Kirk. Okay. The one, 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 they won't trade within in the division, which is always and silly two, to me. I don't know why sports franchises are so petty like that. The best um, deal is in your well, division. You take that deal. It depends on because well, Detroit did the same thing with Hawkinson at the deadline. Yeah, last season, but uh, that was more so. We needed to get younger at this position. And can I can I add one thing about TJ Hawkinson? They were able yeah. to replace him with, immediately with Sam. Mm-hmm. That. And, and that mm-hmm. and that's the thing. That's what and they, in my in my last two fantasy drafts, I drafted two years ago. I had Hawkinson, and this year I had Laporta. So yeah, kudos to me is I think what we should take. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, they Minnesota wants to draft. They, they're essentially going to draft their next quarterback, Kirk's successor. Um, but not in the first round and not, I, if it's there in the first round, you absolutely do it. Um, because you, and you've seen what happens when you decide to try and save money when you go Um, get a, by the way, it makes no sense and I wouldn't do it, but I, I'm going to lay down my marker here and say, I think that there will be four quarterbacks drafted this year in the top 10. I can, oh, I can who's see the fourth? That. I can see that. I don't know yet. Okay. I oh, have yeah. one, no, no, more like blogs. A, okay. a, a Bo Nix or a... Yeah, a, a Bo Nix or a Michael Penix or a J.J. McCarthy will end up going... I don't know. I think J.J. is going to come Ponder, back. They will go in the top ten and the teams will regret J, it. J.J. is going to come back. Okay. Fair. He, yeah, he's already said he's coming back. Now, now as far as his head coach, though... Mm. I don't know. Did you see what he said today? No. What did he say today? He basically, or it's, so we're recording this on Saturday. He basically said, yeah, I'll address that next week. Buddy is gone. Or he's going to announce the big contract. But the, but the thing in his contract though, yeah. is he can't talk to the NFL for basically like a calendar year. Mm-hmm. So does he take a redshirt year with it and then join it and then figure out which? But it's a ten-year deal, which pro- yeah. which which is probably full of hey, if you do leave after that year of not talking to the NFL, you're gonna owe us some money. Hmm. I don't know. I think Michigan will be fine. Like the Brian Kelly thing makes too much sense. Where the he Brian immediately... Kelly thing is well, here's and this is why I kind of push back on the Brian Kelly thing. He just decided to hire. So he hired his new DC. Yeah, Missouri. Brian Baker. He's that that dude's making two point two million next year, or he's gonna make two point two million this year. I would say that the fact that they went all in with that, and the fact that he fired his whole defensive staff, and he's still got to replace an OC. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I just look at it, it as like he thinking. Can... That he's probably staying. I mean, he could go because everybody thinks that Notre Dame was his dream job. Yeah. It was Michigan. Hmm. When he was at Central Michigan and he was at Grand Valley State, like, it it, it was never, Notre Dame was never the dream. It was yeah. always Michigan. Yeah, and you know uh, what I would rather do? Play a Big Ten Michigan schedule than <clears throat> LSU every year. I'd rather, ooh. he's he's seeing that and he's like, 
I don't know. I, I, I look with all the moves that they made in the offseason in terms of just staffing and all of that. I would I wouldn't be shocked if he goes because he's gone before in shocking fashion. But yeah, go bouncing after you've basically you know decided to give your your new DC the biggest assistant contract in the sport right now. But you have to, because you have to operate that you're staying. But if Michigan does open up, hey, guess what? Things change. (laughs) Like, I had to operate. And then he he takes the... But here's the thing. And then he's going to take half that staff with him? Yeah. I mean... mm, It's tough, but it's college football coaches. They'll do it. It it wouldn't shock me. I just... I think about that move yesterday he made. I'm like... Good hire. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a fantastic hire. I'm just... I don't know. I'm just. This is like one of those Bob where it's like if you're a. This is why I like some of the stuff because I'm I'm back and forth on certain things like the portal stuff. There's a lot of brokenness in certain areas, but I'm like, the one thing that just it always like these coaches can't help themselves is you look these kids in the eye and you're like you get like we're only a couple weeks after signing day, and there are Mizzou big time players who signed with Mizzou, committed, signed their paperwork, letter of intent. Because they wanted to play for this DC. And this mm-hmm. DC is now gone at a rival school at LSU. And they can't get out and change their mind now for a little bit. It's just so I, I stupid. Understand, I understand the transfer portal. Thank you. Well, no, I'm just saying that like this is like I, one of those. It's just not an NFL thing. Like this is such a yeah, no, college I know. football. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're 19 and 20 year old kids. They actually, there is a deep emotional bond. It's not just a job. And I get that. And I guess yeah. that's why people like watching college football more than they do the program. Because even though the quality of play is a level below, it's a different kind of, it's a different, there's a different emotional uh, tenor to the games by definition yeah. because of the decades and decades and decades of fandom because the alumni come back and it's a powerful bond that's created between team and spectator. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of powerful bonds here, Bob, you've gotten yeah. away from talking about OG Ananobi and your long forgotten son, Emmanuel, quickly, moving I, on to Toronto. I don't know how deeply we want to get into Nick's talk today, but I, logically, I totally understand why the Knicks made this trade. It made a lot of sense, both for their long-term outlook and for the current roster. It's, mm. It got a lot of guys slotted into their right roles. I personally have said for a while now that RJ is a fraud. Um, well, dang. So, yeah, and uh, he's just never going to be more than a frustratingly inconsistent uh, ball dominant, uh, low efficiency score. But I like RJ. RJ is good people. RJ, I, I, you know, he was the he's been here for he was the second longest tenured Nick on the roster, <laughs> and um, he's uh, and and Emmanuel quickly just played with so much joy, and he was fun to watch even when he was you know breaking jumpers he played with just a profound it's really a fun thing to be an Emmanuel and I'm sad but I'm happy that he's got a place where he's going to get 30 to 35 minutes a night which just wasn't going to happen in New York ever which I would call a mismanagement of his career and a misuse of roster assets but it's fine he gets to spread his wing and become his best self 
so I'm happy for Manuel quickly. I'm happy with the way the Knicks, with the way the, with the trade again, logically. And they did stomp the Sixers last night in Philadelphia by 36 points. So there is that. Also, when did Obi Toppin learn how to shoot threes at a really high clip? His release is He's... so fast. He was burying the Hawks last night, who got absolutely obliterated. Obi has been a fairly decent. He's been like a 36, 37% three-point shooter. Yeah. Starting in uh, two years ago, 22, 23, he started in like, yeah. The end he's of the, solid. At the end of his second season, he started being able to consistently can. He's not going to create three. He's not going to hit off the dribble threes or create his own three-point look. But if you give him a catch-and-shoot three, he will absolutely make it. Um, he is, of course, 26 years old, I believe. Already. Yeah. But. He's a role player. He's so, fine. But he, he was he just, he the shot's a lot better than I thought also, it was. Also, another player who brings a lot of joy and verve and is an incredibly fun player to root for. You want him to succeed. Yeah, Obi Toppin. Yeah. Those Pacers teams, they're a little terrifying, and I hate them all. They're in shape. They're just a modern D'Antoni team. Like, that's something I was writing yeah. down in my notes where I'm like, the Hawks were not ready for that kind of speed. No. That... It is a blitzkrieg. Yes. And and once they get that ball rolling downhill, you are in real, real trouble. And I yes. am still mad at the Knicks for taking Obi Toppin over Tyrese Halliburton in that's tough. The twenty twenty draft. I want. You to know, I'm. I want. It feels like it's. It feels like it's one of those. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Yeah, it made sense because they did. They, look, when they made that pick, Julius Randle was coming off a terrible year, and. Mm-hmm. He only had a couple of years left on the on the deal that he'd signed, and it was a relatively no, not a huge contract. You figured you could. They, the Knicks thought they were in for a good long stretch of rebuilding. Obi Toppin would get a lot of playing time. Randall would be out the door for you know a pick or two soon enough. And then what happened is Julius Randall turned into an All NBA player in the 2021 season, and Obi couldn't get on the court. And then Julius Randall had a terrible year, but. Tom Thibodeau, because he's Tom Thibodeau, wouldn't play him and Randall together with Toppin and or Randall at center. So Obi still was trapped at around 15 minutes a game. And then Randall rebounded last year. So Obi Toppin still only got 15 minutes a game. It just was it was another situation where you never got to see what Obi Toppin could be. Um, but it made sense it at that point in the draft. I still was hoping for Halliburton. I thought he was good i thought his funky shot would translate i liked him although i thought i was i thought my comp was more kevin martin than uh paul george who can hit from 30 feet away or sorry yeah. like peak peak not peak paul george sorry chris paul who can hit from 30 yeah. feet away um so no i did not see that i was not eating indy iowa state tape i was not making trips down to ames to scout him and i love it you know why not bob why not bob what? Well, you know, there was a pandemic, so. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, sure. points were made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but how does OG case, fit, Bob? Long, it Perfectly. Like, uh, okay. like an isotoner glove. Uh, what he does is he, he's, he, defend, like, he really, he allows them to use, whether it's Grimes or DiVincenzo, as an off-the-ball guard. Um, his, floor, his ability to hit catch-and-shoot threes at a very high clip means now that when Brunson and Randall get two feet in the paint, you have 
multiple shooters to kick it out to and or Hartenstein waiting at the dunker spot. And it really opens up the paint for both of them. That was also R.J. Barrett's preferred territory. And no one was closing out hard on R.J. Barrett. That, and so it was coming. It was actually, it's made life easier already on offense for Brunson and Randall. Um, so there's that. It also allows them to recover, like to play a lot better defense because you can just stick OG on anyone in the league one through five and he will do a credible job against them. And that's, he is a rare and versatile defensive piece. Offensively, he's pretty mechanical. But again, like I said, he's hitting, he has over his career hit over 40% on corner three pointers. And that is a staple of a Tom Thibodeau offense, which is kind of boring and not that creative, but it does work if you have those pieces. So uh, Thibodeau is going to ride him like he did peak all day, like 40 minutes a night for, for OG. It's, it's, it all works and it all makes sense. But I still love my son Emmanuel quickly, and he will forever have a place in my heart. I love it, Andrew. Your pick of the week this week is what? Oh God, haven't done one of these in a while. Um, I'll probably go two shows that are coming to FX. Um, I think either January, or February. Shogun looks fantastic. Oh yeah, um, Ghost seen. Ghost of Tsushima, and then you've got. Um, I think Truman Capote versus Swans, the newest feud uh, entry. Um, you know, just love it when sassy bitches go at it. Basically, it's kind of like us, but without the New York high life. Mm-hmm. There you go. I like it. What about you, Bob? I can't remember if I mentioned Slow Horses on the last pod that we did. I don't did think I? so. Okay, so. then my pick is absolutely Slow Horses. It there is available go. on Apple Plus, Apple TV. Um, it is a British spy show, but it's about all the spies who have screwed up in one way or another, So they, but they can't be fired, so they just sort of send them to a division <laughs> for misfits, losers, drunks, and uh, failures. And so it is all the intrigue of a British spy show, and all of the uh, cringeworthy, constant humiliation and apologizing of a British TV show like The Office. So you combine mm. So there, all the characters are constantly screwing up and, and just having to wallow in their own failure and humiliation. Delightful, especially when they're British and doing that. That's what the British do best. And of course, the person running this MI6 office is Gary Oldman, who oh. is delightful. And let me tell you, he 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 looks. He had he had put on. I I assume he put on about forty pounds for this part. He let his hair get as greasy and stringy as humanly possible. He is pockmarked and blotched and constantly drunk. He eats in the most disgusting ways imaginable, and farts loudly and constantly, and then insults people. He is. He, he, you can so he's my smell, hero. You can smell him through the screen. Is, is <laughs> and he's and he's clearly having the time of his life doing this. It's like if you took Oldman playing George Smiley and something went terribly horribly wrong, and now he frequently wakes himself by farting. That would mm. be the character. It's hey it's great. hey hey. It happens. No one, no one denies. 
And so there are th there are three seasons in the books. And because it's the British and they don't want to work that hard, there are only six episodes per season. So you can really learn a lot and get a whole get three seasons in the bag without too much trouble. Really, you can plow through that in a day and a half. Delightful. And there the theme go. song, the theme song is by Mick Jagger, who sang it because he liked the book so much that this is based on. Okay, got good. a real earworm of a theme song. I like it. Well, um, thank you guys. As always, go subscribe to thedailybeast.com, al.com for all of your Alabama sports, your politics, your sports writing, all that good stuff over at both of those two sites and support the good folks over there along with me and Bob. Y'all, thank you as always for the time and uh, I'll talk to y'all next week. Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work.